Hey, you're Stocks from the Five Yard Rush podcast and you're listening to the Ballers Dynasty podcast. You're either here because you're in the league or you just got lost. Welcome to week two of the Bowlers Dynasty League podcast. I'm Pitsy and joined as ever by Stormo. Hey, buddy. What's up, Pitsy? Preview week two. Can't wait. I know, let's get it done. Oh, so week one is done. All eyes are now on week two, sorting out those lineups after the crazy first week in the NFL. So much went on. So many injuries. Yeah, mate. Yeah, big time. Um... Hopefully it's just settled a bit as well, haven't they? So obviously still week, you know, week one with no preseason, a lot of nerves, a lot of teams still unsure if things work. So hopefully the football should last with the weekend was great. Football was fantastic to have, but that should, you know, start people easing up and becoming more comfortable. So it should be getting better and better as the weeks go on. Yeah, team-wise, they, uh, they know hopefully know what's going on, gelling a bit more. And then that'll hopefully mean that our fantasy teams are slightly uh, more stable. Yeah, boy. At the moment, I think everybody's scrambling to try and get waivers in or get their uh, team set and know who's playing. So we'll see. Love it anyway. NFL is back, and that's yeah, all that matters. Baby, that's all that matters. Right, mate. Let's go straight into this week's matchups. Awesome. So. Hurts me to say this, but uh, we'll start with top of the table, which is Lou, uh, Lou, Lee and his Stuart standouts. Um, and they face the mighty Rob and the decap McCaffreys. Obviously, if you've listened to the other pod earlier this week about Lee gloating about how good his team is, he'll be taking on and looking to push on and give Rob and get Rob out of the way. Um, but obviously, Rob will... Uh, Coming off that loss, week one, and trying to get a win as well. Win, win as well. Rob currently lies eighth. Uh, big things to notice in this: it's uh, heavily swung in Lee's favour at the minute. Uh, I won't say heavily, but sixty-three thirty-seven. Obviously, teams will change a bit. So obviously, people leave their players in and out a bit, but that can change. Um, biggest biggest things is uh, Carson's got like a fourteen-point gap on. Rojo, uh, who I thought played quite well, Rojo. Yeah, really, really good. good yeah, we used him quite a bit. Yeah, and then obviously the Ravens D's got a big, big points difference on the Bears. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Sweet. Good one to start off with. All right, in second place overall is Dan and his Finn Supers. So he beat Simon last week and he looks to take on the winless Susie and her blue suede Minshew's team. Uh, Susie is in ninth overall. Susie's in ninth year. Um, currently, this matchup is quite close, fifty-two to forty-eight. Um, so super close either way. Uh, Dan is missing a player, so I'm guessing once he puts that in, um, yeah, it should make... Mac, he had Mac, didn't he? I think he's trying to put Mac on the IR. Um, but then Susie's big, uh, Susie's big points difference. She's got Watson. Uh, and Watson's got a big, big point points 
plus 12 points on the fellow quarterback. So uh, that should be a lot closer, obviously, once that player goes back in. Um, but yeah, that's the closest game of the week as well. Has Watson got a better um, projected score than Jackson? Uh, no, sorry, Jackson. Sorry. Did I say sorry? Went the, went the wrong son there. Jackson's 12 and Watson. Got it. <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes more sense. Sorry, sorry, Dan. I'm selling you short here, mate. Uh, Jackson's 12 on Watson, not Watson's 12 on Jackson. I thought it sounded a bit fishy. I know, because I was like, uh, my, my, my wrong son there, sorry. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Who have we got next? So next we have third place, Mark rolling with my homies going up against last place, Ollie and his Gotham City Rogues. Um, this is currently heavily in Mark's favour to 86, 86 to 14. Um, Ouch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Duff has got Breeze with a slight, slight points advantage on Baker. Um, but then Mark's three RBs have got 30 points, plus 30 points on Ollie's three RBs. Um, and as Lee mentioned previously, that he thinks uh, Ollie's running backs are not as strong as others in this league. And then obviously Thomas is injured, so that's not going to help. And then Mark's got D-hop, so that's where I think his big points are coming from. It's going to be a, a tough, tough couple of weeks for Ali to get himself sorted and get this uh, team get rolling. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a building process. You know, it might not be good this year. You've got years and years to come. Like, uh, as uh, our friend Robert said, he's building for the future. Ollie building might be doing the, the same. Future. You get yourself a first or second overall pick. You get some good running backs, and then you change. Your season just changes. So hopefully, yeah, yeah. mate. Obviously, he wants to win this season, but yeah, looking for the future as well is is always a good thing. It only takes one injury to bring other players in your your league and your team up as well, doesn't it? Which I know no one wants injuries, but um... well, you just look at um, Mac going off, and you've got Hines on your bench. Now you're putting, you're thinking about. Whether Hines is a good start or not, yeah, yeah. If he's no, going to get forty points again like he did last week, then yeah, you you want to stick him in. Yeah, definitely. One 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 less mouth to feed there as well, so you you would expect him to be getting loads more. Yep. All right, sweet. Cool. Uh, we will. Oh, sorry, you had Boston. Sorry. No, I was just going to say who who we got next. Cool. Uh, we leave. Well, let's leave fourth place for now. And talk about fifth place. Backer and his the general team. Not really sure how you spell how you talk about his team when it's called the general, but the general. Anyway, he's going to, he's he's going up against the unlucky high scoring and losing team from last week, which was Simon and his Hey Darnold team. Simon starts the season in seventh place, so with yeah, him being is... a high scorer, he starts he starts quite high up, even though he's got a loss. Yeah, having a look at this, obviously Simon uh, Lee claims to have the best trio of running backs, but I think if you look at Simon's group, full group of running backs, I think they're slightly better than uh, Lee's. Uh, he's got some beastly running backs. Um, and the same, similar to Mark, <clears throat> it's currently 66 to 34 in Simon's favour, but Simon's RBs have a 25-point advantage over Thackers currently. Uh, one of them, CMC, who's got uh, a 10-point advantage over Cook, which could be pretty similar, but uh, the app has him as that. And then Simon's got the Bills' defense, who are pretty decent, and they got a ten-point advantage on the Cowboys. So I was having a look before coming to the uh, the final game. I was having a look the this week coming up. A lot of the scores are actually predicted to be over three hundred points, whereas last week we only had four teams that were going to be yeah. over three hundred. So 
it's either adjusted to our system or a lot of players are in a more favourable matchup this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, hopefully, it's adjusting to the system. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's, uh, there are. Uh, I saw the same. Um, and I know when I'm saying my stats, I'm leaving out all the points. So I'm either rounded up or rounded down or closely estimating. So don't hold me to my stats. I'm not the stat man. I disclaim I don't claim to be the stat man. That's Rob's job. Um, just winging it and rounding. <clears throat> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> all right then. Who's our who's our final matchup then? Finally, the game of the week. We haven't spoken about it yet. We've saved this one till the end. Fourth versus six. Pitsy versus Storm. Strong side Cornbread versus the Push United. Uh, This is one of those ancient rivals that goes back uh, to almost when it yeah to almost when it began. Um, Commish versus Deputy Commish. Pod versus Poddy. You know whatever else you want to call it. Um, but yeah, it's a big, big one, big... mate. It's a big one. <laughs> it's a big one. I'm not too confident about this one. Um, I'm slightly, slightly, slightly ahead. It is super close, not close like um, Susie and Dan's, but it's 44 56. Um, obviously, we had a look at it earlier, didn't we? It was uh, before things got changed. I think yeah. there was like 0.3 points in it, something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah, it's super, super, super close. Um, so Mahomes got a ten-point advantage over Matty Ice, but whereas last week Matty Ice was like the second highest scoring quarterback. Um, but then you have got Drake, who's got eight points on Gurley. Uh, Devonte Adams has got a twelve-point gap on Hill, which can go either way. Tyreek, Tyreek only needs one or two catches, and he's a four away. But then yeah. the big one here is that the Steelers D's got twenty points on my Chargers D, so uh, the Chargers are playing the Chiefs, so that could be fruitful, and that could Ooh. be quite, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so Steelers with, bowled out against the uh, Giants this week, uh, yeah. this Monday night that we've had, so that wouldn't, wouldn't be my game against Rob. They, uh, the Steelers came back for me, and nicely. Good. Stop, Good stop to see them. one, win the game. Yes, the Steelers, Steelers D, they, uh, they stopped the run beautifully. Uh, interception, sacks, they were balling out everywhere. So, yeah, it was good to see. Got a good, um, good, good, good all round uh, set of players, the Steelers D. Obviously, they've got TJ, they've got Fitzpatrick, they've got two young, young corners who are good. Up front, they're good. Um, so, yeah, that's a good, good all round, pretty, pretty much D. Um, so, yeah, they're quite, quite exciting to watch, I think. Yeah, I think there's. It's going to be interesting to see how these matchups go. Like you said, there's a couple of players that cancel each other out. There's a couple of players that are going to be very similar scoring, and it, as with every fantasy, like you, you expect twenty points from from Thomas, and he only gave stuff seven last week. Yeah. So anything can happen. It's just yeah, it's interesting. That one, interesting one injury, one injury can change everything. Like <clears throat> yeah. It can. Lindsay was in my team, scored nothing. He got injured. Uh, Thomas got injured. He scored hardly anything. So, uh, anything. And then you can get players like Hines that go off and score loads. So, it only takes one of those. Or you leave uh, certain Aaron Rodgers on your bench that puts 80 points on your bench team. Exactly, exactly mate. Uh, so, uh, I've had a look at... I'm trying... Trying not to win, obviously predicting or who gets predicted the most points that it's following the same sort of thing so that it's Jackson, CMC, 
Um, but that, uh, this week's pretty similar um, and it's gone down that kind of route again. But I'm trying to pick some players that are close to the highest scoring as well that you wouldn't think would be up there as well. So quarterback, they've got Mahomes predicted the highest this week. Uh, last week was Jackson. Um, and then they've got Dak. Dak, they've got Dak too predicted quite high as well. He's only predicted three or three or four less points than Mahomes and which is quite cool. Uh Devonta Adams has actually gone to the top of the uh wide receiver. Uh That's prediction this week. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh high scoring running backs are all the ones you would uh you would think of. You've got Zeke, uh CMC, I think CMC's eight or nine points predicted higher than the others. Barkley, uh just you know the usuals. Uh and then Kittle, Kelsey, and Andrews are all predicted within. I think Kelsey predicts the highest, but the rest are all predicted within two or three points. So really, really close between those three. Interesting to see where Kittle uh, goes this week with yeah. his uh, his injury. Yeah, it'd definitely be interesting. Um, they need him because when he was playing in that first half, he was on fire. And then as soon as that injury hit and he wasn't getting the ball as much, they felt, fell to pieces. Yeah, Cardinal stepped up after that, didn't they? So. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, as I said in that other pod uh, yesterday, that the, that run from Kyler changed the whole game. It was incredible. Um, once again, they put the Chiefs as the highest scoring D, the Chiefs and the Niners. Um, but then the Steelers are right behind, like a point or two behind. But I don't know why they keep rating this Chiefs D so high, highly. But who knows? We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hold Yeah, us. it wasn't as... Yeah. It didn't score too highly this week, so... No, I think they're one of those things that they, they ball, don't they? So they throw, but then they a D that normally gets, if any team keeps up with the Chiefs, it's always a high-scoring game. Um, so yeah. I'm still quite, I don't understand why they rated them so high, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. No, it's not like that. Uh, I actually looked, looking at the, um, every matchup this week is a team that's 1-0 versus a team that's 0-1. So lots of tasty games to look forward to. Oh, wow. So you rather you rather going 2-0. Or you could be 0-2 or 1-1 yeah. if you're lucky. 1-1, yeah. It's going to spread, either spread the uh, the games out evenly and have yeah. everything so tight or it's going to start seeing some gaps occur and people yeah. being left behind. People starting to pull off and stuff. Yeah, I like that. How does, like um, it does that. Because obviously we're in one league, aren't we? So how's it working? Is it the top six make the playoffs first two buys and then they go into everyone else goes into the the wild card week? Yep. So yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so the top top two get the the buys into the semifinals, yeah. and then down to sixth get into the playoffs. They play off, and then everybody else is in a loser ball and a toilet ball. I think. Yeah, mate. Which is yeah. So it can be anyone really. Sixth place being the top six is not you know. It's not out of question for anyone. So, I know a lot of people look at it and go, well, it's only a 10-man league. Why have you got six people in the playoffs? But I quite like the bye weeks. You've got yourself – you've done well through the <laughs> season. So that bye is – to be able to be knocked out in the quarterfinals sucks, especially if you've been uh, running Top. away with it. Yeah, yeah. That, I'd say it's, it's cool. I like having the bye week as well. So it's even better when you actually get a bye. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely. I never, I never, I don't think I've ever had a buy in all the years that I've been. I've won two championships. I've just never had a buy. Yeah, been... you've snuck, you've snuck in both those times actually get into the playoffs. Um, I think I, yeah, twice. I think I came sixth, sixth in both of the weeks that I yeah. uh, in the leagues that I came through. 
To be fair, the the one year I won the the Robin Wood League, I snuck in on the last day. I beat Susie. That was the that was the year Susie went off and started like ten and zero, and then she lost six in a row or whatever it was. Um, and I snuck and I beat her on the last day and made by the skin of my teeth into the yeah. playoffs and ended up winning the whole thing. So. She missed it. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's good. She had a, not, a chill not over. that year, though. It's never over Super. in this league. It's never over. So talking about the one and O's and open ones, make sure you set your lineup. Yeah. And that way you won't be left behind. So get it Thursdays. done, peeps. Get it done. Thursdays, guys. There's a game on Thursdays. Make sure it's done. Yeah. Then you don't have to do too much tinkering at uh, the weekend. Awesome. Sweet. Great work as always, Stono. Till next time, Pits. Until next time. Ball is deep. <laughs>